And then two months later, the Batcave shows up in the actual comic book. And the entrance is through a grandfather clock, not through a library like we saw in the TV, in the live action TV series that Adam West would do. Don't worry, we'll get to him. So that, so that also comes from, I mean, but we did have it through a grandfather clock. That comes from here, and that would later be repeated in the Batman the Animated Series cartoon in the 90s. Next, we have another scene. We have the Batman and Robin 1990s movie starring George Clooney as Batman, Chris O'Donnell as Robin, Owen Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze, Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy, and Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl. Now, I'm going to say this right now. This has nothing to do with the... with George Clooney as an actor. George Clooney can act. Um, I've seen Oh Brother Where Art Thou. I've seen Ocean's Eleven. He can act. So that's not the problem. It's the costumes. It's just so silly. And yes, I know there is a silly version of Batman. I like the silly version of Batman. I watched Brave and the Bold when it was on Cartoon Network. Um, sometimes Batman the Animated Series got a little silly, but it's just a little too silly for me, okay? And finally, on the worst list, we're going to do the Batman and Robin serial, which came out a couple years or so after the 1943 one, and this one does not have, um, Rob... Lewis Wilson, we have Robert Lowry, I think is the guy's name, and we have Johnny Duncan playing Robin, and Robert Lowry seems like this is the this is the model that Adam West used when he would play Batman later on. We have Jane Addams as Vicki Vale. Yes, Vicki was in the comics back then. She, got, she goes back that far. It wasn't something that Tim Burton came up with, and yes, we'll get to the Tim Burton version. Again, like the 1940s, like the other serial, there is no major villain from the comic books. This one feels a lot more like the comic book. Um, if you go for the Silver Age version, maybe it's a bit closer to that. Um, but we have Batman actually operating Gotham City. We have Commissioner Gordon, played by Lyle Talbot, does a pretty good Commissioner Gordon, almost like the one in the TV show. Uh, the Wizard is the main villain. Again, he's not someone like the Joker or Penguin or anything like that, but he's a lot of fun. He's pretty good for what this is supposed to be. So, I like this for what it is. It's a lot better than the other serial because it feels more like an actual comic book. And once you get... It in your head that you're going to have to keep on hearing that recap. It actually isn't bad. The music is pretty cool. It's what you'd expect from the serial. It's Batman done right. The first time we ever had that happen. For, for what the 1940s Batman would have. Next we have Batman Forever. Starring, which was Joel Schumacher's first Batman. Val Kilmer... To be honest, I think Val Kilmer is better suited for Bat for Bruce Wayne than Batman. Um, he just 
seems to be able to pull it off better. And it was actually surprising considering the kind of character he was playing in Top Gun. Jim Carrey isn't the best Riddler, but he comes pretty close. Um, this is right when he was just getting started in movies. He had just started out in uh, Living Color. So, and he proved that he could do it. In fact, he did a sketch that was practically his audition. Tommy Lee Jones feels like he's phoning in these days to me. The overall look of the movie feels like Schumacher just isn't sure he wants Batman to be. Um, for those who don't know what the story behind this is, why Tim Burton didn't make this, um, Tim Burton messed up. I'm going to get more into it when I get to Batman Forever, but, I mean, Batman Returns, but it just feels like they are not sure if they want to make it the fun Batman or the serious Batman, and they try to give it a little too much of either one, and it's way too bright for if you want to do the serious Batman. And the Riddler is not supposed to be a Joker wannabe. He's actually probably a bit more focused on what he does than Joker. Joker actually, it's like the Joker says in the next movie we're going to talk about, in the next parts we're going to talk about later on. Speaking of that Batman, The Dark Knight Rises is next. Uh, the last of the Christian Bale's movies, and it has a lot of good stuff. I kind of like Tom Hardy as Bane. I think he does a good job, even if a lot of people make fun of his voice. And they make fun of, Bat of Christian Bale's Batman voice, too. Um, I think his voice really shouldn't have become such a meme. But my biggest problem with this is Anne Hathaway, who is the worst Catwoman I've ever seen. She's barely in the movie. Why have, why have Catwoman if you're not even going to bother with her? Other than that, this is fine. It's pretty action-packed. If it ends on a pretty good note, I like the ending for it. For what it is, um, I really wish they hadn't. I, mean, I really wish they still made it like he was going to continue it because Batman doesn't seem like the kind of guy who's going to hang it up. Well, except when his heart gives out on Batman Beyond, but that's another story. All right, next up is Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice with Ben Affleck. This is a movie that I don't understand why people hate it. I can understand people hating Batman Forever. I can understand people hating Batman and Robin, the George Clooney version. That actually seems like something that would be bad. But Ben Affleck was not a bad Batman. He did look the part. The costume looked pretty much like the old Batman costume from the animated series and from the Golden Age. Jeremy Eisenberg is an excellent Luthor. The best thing about the movie, in fact, I think he was the best Luthor we've seen since Gene Hackman. My main problem with this movie is the Justice League being in it. It feels too, like too much is being thrown at you all at once. And especially when you consider the fact that a lot of the stuff that happened with the Justice League didn't pan out. I mean, Superman panned out. It was still going on at this point. Wonder Woman did pretty well, but do we have to bring up The Flash and Ezra Martin at this point? I'm pretty sure you all, you all know the train wreck that's been. Yes, Aquaman was pretty good. Do we know if Cyborg is still a thing by this point other than his appearance in Doom Patrol? Hello? Anyone? Bueller? 
Yeah. It's basically, it seems like Marvel had too much planned and had to cram in too much, and that's really my problem with the Batman vs. Superman. Not the acting, just how much was crammed in, and not and it didn't seem like the movie was budgeting its time all that well. Next is The Dark Knight, the second of the three Christian Bale movies. And I feel like Heath Ledger gets so much praise for this because he's dead. It's, it's what I call the Vincent Van Gogh factor. For those who don't know, Vincent Van Gogh was pretty penniless most of his life. If you saw the episode of Doctor Who, you saw what Vincent Van Gogh was really like. And once he died, his, his paintings became really popular. Sort of like what happened with Nirvana. Nirvana has become such a big success because of Kurt Cobain's death, and Heath Ledger is the same way. And that's not to say Heath Ledger is bad as the Joker. He's great. But it just feels like the Joker in this isn't really having a lot of fun with it. He just feels like he's a, so he's a sociopath, psychopath, whatever you want to call it. I forget what the difference is at the moment. But it's just, you'll see what which which Joker I like the best, and it's not Ledger. Bale is really good in this movie, and I love the stuff with Two-Face's origin. It feels so much better than Tommy Lee Jones' Two-Face. It feels like someone is actually trying to give Harvey Dent a personality here. And the movie is just non-stop action, and it's great. The Dark Knight really is the best of the. It really is a great movie. I'm not going to say it's the best of the Bale movies. That's going to be the next one. Of the three Bale Batmans, I think Batman Begins is his best work. I think that it was a good idea to reboot Batman and Batman Begins after what it, we've seen in Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. We needed some way to return Batman to his roots, and doing an origin story for Batman was a good way to do it. So, this was really good. Ra's al Ghul is a great villain in this. I really love the, the way, the, how charismatic he is in this. And, that, and Ra's al Ghul is really my favorite Batman villain. So, I was really pumped to see him on screen. Michael Caine is a great Alfred. Probably the best Alfred we've seen in, in the uh, live-action Batman even if he doesn't look the part, he still has Alfred's charisma and Alfred's kindness. Alfred really feels like a father figure in this, and that's what he should be. Instead of the doting, quiet butler he was in the other Batman movies, which he, which that's a good version of um, Alfred if you want to do it that way. But I really prefer the fatherly version or the or the snarky Alfred that you saw in the animated series. That feels more like the Alfred that we got in the comics. Next is Batman Returns, the last of the Michael Keaton movies, which, if it was closer to the comic book, I probably would have liked it more. But Penguin is all wrong. Catwoman is kind of close to what she is in the movie, at least she actually is in the movie, that's more than I can say about the Anne Hathaway version, and of course, Christopher Walken is great as Max Shrek, again, no, Max Shrek isn't a character from the comics, but you know what, 
The performance is so good, you kind of don't care. But the problem, it would, but this movie did get a little bit of infamy attached to it because it got a little too dark. Tim Burton really went all out with it. He, and people didn't like his parents complained. McDonald's complained. That's what really got him off the Batman project for the rest of his life. Because Warner Brothers saw how dark he made it and they saw the backlash they got from parents and McDonald's and they were like, um, no, we don't want you on this anymore because you're going to make it too scary. But, yeah, for what it is, Batman Returns was pretty good to me as a little kid, but then as I got older and we watched it, I was like, no, this isn't the Penguin. Although DeVito is a good actor in it, it's just not the Penguin. The Penguin is not supposed to be some creepy villain. He's supposed to be some sort of snobby, upper-class type guy. Next is Batman 66, we're going to call it, because that's what the comic books call this version of Batman when they brought him back for the a few years, some years ago. And I'm pretty sure y'all want me to rip this to shreds. Um, that's there's There are two schools of thought when it comes to the Adam West Batman. Either you love Adam West for bringing Batman from the brink of cancellation, that was going to happen in the comic book, or you hate this because for a while this was the Batman that people thought of. And the comic book had to try so hard to save face as a result. But you know what? When I got into Batman, the reruns of the com of the TV show were on a local syndicated show, syndicated network. You know what you that's what I call that kind of network because all it showed was reruns. And that was just a, and about 2 years later that same network would become a Fox network and later on and nowadays it's a CW network. Anyway, enough about that. Um, we got all four villains are really good. Frank Gorshin will always be my favorite Riddler. Cesar Romero is pretty good as Joker. He's he's pretty good at capturing the at capturing the Silver Age version of the Joker. I mean, yeah, this isn't the Joker that we that we like these days, but he's still but he's a lot of fun, and that's really what what I like about this movie is it is fun. I still laugh at the famous some days you just can't get rid of a bomb line. That's still a funny part, especially when he's trying to get rid of the bomb and there's so many things that keep getting in his way, like nuns for crying out loud. It's just hilarious. And Adam West is good at capturing, has a good presence for this. And next we have The Batman. I'm sure you were waiting, you were wondering just where I was going to put the the latest Robert Pattinson Batman here. And I got to say this movie got so much backlash. What is it with every time we got to get a Batman who's not Michael Keaton and then again Michael Keaton got his own backlash. More on that soon. But Robert Pattinson is actually pretty good. Um I don't really like the makeup they gave for him, but it's fine. I mean, but his performance is great. And what I like best about it is this is a Batman who actually does detective work. 
the reason the movie is so long is Batman is actually going around doing what, doing, hello, the Dark Knight detective. And I love that they actually brought in elements from one of my favorite Batman storylines, Along Halloween, which has been animated, by the way. And if you have HBO Max, I highly recommend checking it out before everything that they're doing to Warner Brothers changes up. I'm not sure if they're going to keep the animated stuff. I'd be surprised if they took it off, but who knows. And finally, and, and um, Zoe Kravitz is pretty good as Catwoman, captures the, ca captures the Catwoman that is in the long Halloween, who is actually very romantic. It's a lot closer to the romantic side of Catwoman that we get these days in the comics. The Catwoman who almost married Batman. Why didn't that work out, for crying out loud? I mean, they've had each other's back since the beginning. Well, maybe not the beginning, but you get my point. And finally, the the biggest, the best Batman is still Michael Keaton. You can't top him. And yes, I remember this was before the internet was even a thing, folks. There were people who were all making petitions to stop Michael Keaton because at this point, Michael Keaton was known for comedy stuff. He'd done Beetlejuice. He'd done Mr. Mom. And we were, and there was like no way... But someone who's that funny do Batman. We don't want the funny Batman anymore. We want the serious Batman because at this point, the comic books had started making him really serious. We'd had the Frank Miller Batman, and before him, we and before him, we had Denny O'Neill had started making Batman way more serious. So. People were thinking that this was going to ruin it, and we actually, and it actually is considered the definitive Batman to this day. Jack Nicholson, there was a long time that people were debating over, and people still debate to this day whether or not Jack Nicholson or Heath Ledger is the better Joker. Um, Jared Leto barely gets a mention because of how much of a train wreck Suicide Squad was. Although, to be fair, Margot Robbie was a pretty good Harley Quinn. I still rec I would recommend you give it a chance just because of Margot Robbie. She was the best thing about the Suicide Squad movie. And since it's mostly the Har Harley Quinn movie, you can just pretty much ignore the rest of the Suicide Squad. I'm not saying it's excellent, but it is watchable. Danny Elfman's score is probably the best thing about the movie, I mean, it really sets the tone. This Danny Elfman was doing a lot of good tone setting for Tim Burton back in the day. So, it is still the best Batman ever. I've watched it over and over throughout my life. And it still comes hot on top for me. I don't think I'll ever find a Batman movie that is better than it. Although, like I said, the Robert Pattinson does come pretty close. Now, am I going to go back and give you guys my thoughts on animated Batman movies? Well, to be honest, I'd rather do them individually because now that I am working on HBO Max, I am going back through the Batman animated stuff. So yeah, I just might do that. And those of you who are probably out there thinking, what about the fact that Kevin Conroy was in that live action thing? Folks, that was a cameo. That was 
pretty much the same thing as that ensemble Justice League thing. It wasn't just him. Kevin Conroy was not on there long enough for me to tell you what I thought of that. So, yes, I did like it. Don't get me wrong. But I just didn't feel like counting it because that's not a movie that was just some TV show type thing. And I can count the, the Adam West Batman because that actually became a movie. So let's close this off and give you an outro so you can find out what I'm going to do next week. next week that's it for this week next week i'm going to do another rant because i want to address the heresy of christian nationalism it's become quite the buzzword lately and i hate it so if you want past it so so if you want more of that you're gonna to have to tune in next week next so if you want to follow past episodes of the catholic spectrum follow it on google podcast apple podcast anchor Spotify and Podcast Addict and wherever else you might find your favorite podcast. My email address is radicaledwardjwt at gmail.com. My Facebook is Jason Thayer. My Discord is radicaledward hashtag 7592. Um, a little addendum about that. That's radical capitalized then the space then Edward capitalized then the hashtag 7592 discord for those who don't know always gives you a random number so I couldn't pick that if I wanted to otherwise I would have picked something a little easier for me to remember than 7592 anyway just remember folks normal is just a sitting on the washing machine we don't get to be normal see you around <laughs>